I'm T. Lopez. I'm a wife and mom with 20 years under my belt working in entertainment media as a recording artist, singer-songwriter, TV and radio host, producer and writer, with a few of those years specifically dedicated to interviewing moms on a show I co-founded called Mom Life Yo. It's interesting what you learn about your own motherhood journey when you listen in to so many others. I've been taking what I'm learning and cutting it up into bite-sized pieces that I like to call mama morsels. Enjoy. Hey mama, it's T. Lopez and this morsel is called High Point, Low Point. So I have a gratitude journal. You have a gratitude journal, probably. A lot of people have gratitude journals nowadays, or at least people are trying to take time to be grateful for a few things in their day. In episode two, Fully Present Like a Boss, I talked about how when I'm in the swing of things, we are on it in this house on a good day or in a good week or even a good month. When we're in the practice of it, I pick up the kids from school and we list them off. Let's go. What are the three things you're grateful for today? The kids each say theirs and I say mine. My oldest daughter, Ellie, usually shares something along the lines of her friend doing something nice for her that day or being picked at school to be the line leader. My youngest daughter, Irie's list usually is just a list of food. I'm grateful for Jell-O. <laughs> I'm grateful for ketchup. Mommy, can you take us to get ice cream? Because I'm grateful for ice cream. But when we're in the practice of this, it's such a good thing because the kids know I'm going to ask them what they're grateful for at some point. So they will actually look for things all day to be grateful for. I mean, what a way to look at life, right? Something I'm grateful for is watching other moms do their momming and me getting some kind of aha moment from it that I can put in my pocket and use later. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law live in Texas, and we live in California, so we have to make extra efforts to see each other and get all of our kids together. And when we do, the kids have a blast. It's always so interesting to see how your siblings raise their kids. In this case, my husband's sibling, his sister. It's interesting to see which parenting methods are similar to yours and which are different. On one trip, when we were all together with our kids, we got all the little cousins to sit down at the dinner table. And my sister-in-law, Courtney, asks the kids, do you guys each want to share your high point of the day? And I thought, oh, how cool. We do that, too, with our three things that we're grateful for. So each of the kids shared their high point. And we had gone to the zoo that day, so <laughs> there were a lot of animals involved. You know, one of the kids' high points was the penguin sliding. And one's was the lion's loud roar. My daughter Iris was the fruit snacks she was currently eating <laughs> at the table. And then Courtney said, okay, kids, what was your low point? And I thought, that's an interesting thing to ask the kids. <laughs> I'm so used to trying to get these kids to see the world in a positive light, and I maybe wouldn't have asked them that. But their answers were so interesting. One of the kids said that their low point was realizing that today was the last day to have cousin time because they were flying home in the morning. And one of my kids said that their low point was losing this little piece of their bracelet earlier at the park, something I thought that they had long forgotten about, but apparently was still on their mind. Listening in to their high points and low points was like getting a read of how they took in the day. And something that might have been seemingly a small thing to me, mom, 
might have really left a lasting impression and a good memory in their hearts. And I could see the things they were still worried about at the end of the day and might even be sad about or angry about. Something that could have turned into a tantrum later that I would have had no idea where it was coming from. Hmm. It was a quick exercise that brought everything inside to the surface for us to talk about, laugh about, and ease their little minds about. Interesting. Cool. So I started implementing it at home on a regular basis, either on the drive home from school or at dinner when it was all of us at the table. My kids' high points started giving me such a sense of what each of my kids thought was important and held dear to their little hearts, which, by the way, for each of my kids is completely different. And their low points gave me an idea of what was really going on at school or in a friendship one of my kids had with another kid or anything, really. My husband and I also share our high points and low points of the day with the kids. And I really started to feel like the kids started to get to know us in a way that was not just parent to child, but person to person. They see that there might be disappointments in the day for us too, but it doesn't stop us. We're still going to laugh. We're still going to live. And it was one day. Tomorrow would be a new day. Oh, maybe this is my own wishful thinking, but dear Lord, let this continue on through some teenage years. But I feel good about knowing that at least when that time comes, whether or not they share everything, it won't feel out of the norm for them to share in general. Hopefully they won't be thrown off by us asking about their day later if we start now. Here's open. But for now, they're talking and they love it. And so do we. Now, when my husband and I share our high points and low points at the table, it's age appropriate for our kids. And it got me to thinking about the other stuff, the big stuff, the grown up stuff. I'd say that we've gotten pretty good at the communication thing, my husband and I. And before you roll your eyes at me, this, like any other relationship, is always a work in progress. And for us, has been for over a decade with lots of moments in between that I don't usually mention in casual conversation. For instance, now, I will actually say with my mouth what I need to say to my husband instead of graffitiing it on the walls of the house. No further comment on that. Let's just say we've come a long way. When motherhood hit, I did feel comfortable complaining to him, being able to say, I don't feel like myself. I'm not getting enough sleep. I wish I could just take a shower in peace. You know, those kind of things. And because he loves me and because, thank God, I picked a good one, he will do his absolute best to help Recently, my very inquisitive daughter caught me off guard with some questions. Not inappropriate questions, but definitely ones I was not ready to answer on the spot. So later, I told my husband the answers that I gave her when I was at a loss. And half laughing, he said, you told her that? Why? And I looked at him and said, because I don't know what I'm doing. As soon as I said it, I realized that that was the first time I ever admitted that to him out loud since day one of motherhood. And it's been years since that day. I just assumed he knew because we're in the same boat. And I guess it's maybe something I openly say to another mom, 
but apparently not the closest person to me. And I needed that. I needed to share not just my complaint, but my actual fear and disappointment in myself from my gut. Because when I did, it was out. I wasn't wasting energy trying to suppress it or hide it from him. I'm so used to catching my husband up on something cute the kids did that day or something I had to correct that I need his help with. And he does the same for me when he's with them. But it's not so often that I leave my low point on the table with this person that I trust most in the world, leaving room for him to support me in the bigger foundational sense, not just helping me fix the surface issues that I dealt with on that day. I'm trying to get better at it. I'm trying to get better at not just vomiting stress on listening ears, but actually leaving room for support. It's not always easy. And everyone's household situation is different. Maybe that person for you is your sister or your mom or your best friend, or maybe it is your spouse or partner. We would hear from moms on the Mom Life Yo show who were military moms who didn't have any of that available to them. So they opted for an online community that they really trusted. But even if it's just yourself for now and you write it down or say it out loud, get it out. Support will catch you. You've caught me just by listening here. I get your feedback. I feel the love. And you sharing in some of these low points with me is my high point weekly. And on days when you feel like you are one big low point, trust me, I've been there. I wouldn't be surprised if you asked your kids what their high point of the day was, only to find out that it's you. I'm T. Lopez, and I hope today's morsel was easily digestible for you, Mama. Feel free to share this with someone and send me your feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Follow me at Official T. Lopez or at Mama Morsels, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more. Until next time.